One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to New Idea Royals, the only podcast that takes us behind the scenes of palace life. I'm Rebecca Hyde and joining us today is royal expert and commentator Angela Mollard. Hello and welcome Ange. Hi Bick, how are you? Good, thank you. So today we're talking about the royals at Christmas. So where do the royals usually spend um, Christmas, Ange? They spend it at Sandringham on the Norfolk estate, the 20,000 acre estate, uh, obviously uh, in the middle of Norfolk. It goes over several days. We know we see them at the uh, church service every year and when they walk to church. Although in latter years, uh, the Queen and Prince Philip have driven to church. Church is obviously a major part of it. But there's all sorts of various traditions, umpteenth dozen meals that they, they, they enjoy and pretty formal by all accounts. Um, and what's the protocol of presents? Mm. So they have presents on Christmas Eve. Uh, what happens is that they're all laid out on trestle tables covered with uh, white cloths. And then there's a little name for each person in the royal family. And so everyone brings their presents and they put them in the pile. But this isn't normal present giving. This is what not what you and I do where, you know, you get someone a nice book. The, the key with the royal Christmas is you have to get the maddest, craziest um, funniest present you possibly can. It's it's about trying to create a laugh. Obviously, when you've got a very, very wealthy family who can afford to buy each other anything they want, you have to make it individual and unique. Of now, course. Diana, Princess Diana, fell foul of this the first year that she went to Christmas. Clearly, no one had informed her. So there she was presenting Princess Anne with a beautiful cashmere jumper. And in return, Princess Anne got her a toilet roll holder. <laughs> and this is the <laughs> nature fantastic. of the presents. Some of the memorable presents is uh, that... Prince Harry once bought a shower cat her hat for the Queen emblazoned with the words ain't life a bitch and apparently <laughs> she wears it she actually wears it in the shower I can um, love that more that's brilliant I love that too Kate Middleton has uh, in her early years she made jam for the Queen she also bought the Grow Your Own Girlfriend Kit for Prince Harry. Very memorable gift. Amazing. Other ones that are funny are that Diana once bought Charles a pair of Mickey Mouse socks. And apparently one of Charles's most uh, favourite ever presents was a white leather Lucy. <laughs> Can you imagine it? So, look, they have a lot of fun Amazing. with it. And, you know, as I say, it's – it's and, and, look, some of this has been corroborated. The, the shower hat was um, – we learned of that through Viscount Lindley, who came out and, and sort of gave away that detail. So, I can imagine it's quite fun. It's it, great. It, hard to make the Queen laugh, though. How Meghan Markle – well, not Meghan. We, we can't call her Meghan Markle anymore. Let's call her the Duchess <laughs> of Sussex. I think she will up the grade because, you remember, this is the woman that makes her own banana bread. So, oh, you know, here's yes. Kate making her jam – I can imagine that um, that uh, Megan will 
have, you know, homemade granola or yep, something. She's going to do something amazing, isn't exactly. she? And is it the same for the children? No, they get proper presents. So, you know, the horses, ponies, oh, bikes, yep, you know, dolls' houses. Um, it's all very exciting. No, they don't get the joke presents. They get, you know, proper, <laughs> proper substantial presents. Lovely. Um, and what about the staff? Do they receive presents? They do, but it's it's relatively modest, uh, actually. It's, it's sort of the, the maximum spent is about $60. It depends on how long you've been in service. If you've been there less than a year, you don't get a present. Okay. Um, it ranges from about um, $45 up to about $65. And it's a really interesting process. Instead of the Queen sort of starting around May and having to think about what she's going to buy for her 500 staff, they have a catalogue and they each choose what they want from it according to the price and then the queen gives the gifts and one year she was really she was a there was a a, someone from the royal kitchens who had asked for a liquidizer and she had no idea what a liquidizer (laughs) is and she said what's this and had to be explained uh how a liquidizer works um they also each get a christmas pudding that's part of the royal tradition the queen and prince philip give each member of staff along with this gift uh, a christmas pudding and there's also always an annual staff lunch Oh, okay. That's, yeah, lovely. Um, And what about Christmas cards? They must have plenty to send. 750, apparently, she sends. And the, as we know, always those lovely photographs. And it's been really interesting looking uh, over the years is that they used to be very formal and you would see um, pictures of Diana and Charles and their children in very formal settings, the Queen and Prince Philip likewise. But in recent years, Prince Charles, for instance, has used fairly sort of um, relaxed shots of him and Camilla. There was a memorable shot of him with Harry and uh, um, William sort of either side of him in these massive big flower pots. Yeah, Um, beautiful. It's quite a bit. But that said, Kate and William are returning to more traditional Christmas cards, the one that they used... um, well, I'm not sure if it was last year or the year before. They were all in a blue theme and she was in a very oh, powder yeah. blue um, uh, skirt suit and the children were in blue. Uh, William had a blue tie and it was sort of mum, dad and the two kids in front. Um, a lot more formal. But we saw recently with the photographs um, from Prince Charles's 70th birthday that they released the two formal photographs. And then we saw, uh, and one was fairly informal, and then a few days later, the wonderful one where Louis was sort of poking Prince Charles's eye. Oh, out. yeah, that was so, so cute. So there's a yeah. really um, new spirit of, of, of we're, we're like you as well. Yeah, you know, it's, it's lovely to relatable see. Relatable yeah. to the public. And I think, so it'd be interesting to see, see what their Christmas cards are this year. But the Queen, as I say, uh, signs 750. She used to write them all in pen, but she has a very, uh, apparently a very realistic looking stamp these days. Thank goodness, because you, do, you don't want a woman in her 90s having no, to, to write her. personal messages to everyone. <laughs> Diana obviously always signed all her own cards. And it's really, I was looking at some, back at some, of the royal Christmas cards online and it's actually really moving to see her signature because it was a very um, identifiable signature it was big sort of fat round letters and I thought it it must be a sad time for her family people like um, oh yeah uh, the rest, you know, her sisters and her brother to think that she's not there. And obviously for her sons, um, yeah, you know, so sad. I think bittersweet for them, I'd imagine. Yes. Um, and what happens on Christmas Eve? A lot. <laughs> so there's a new tradition. So there's all these queen traditions. So, yeah. You know, she's instigated all these tr- traditions. But Harry and William have, have started a new tradition where on Christmas Eve, before afternoon tea, they play a soccer match. And there's been photographs of them. And, oh, and they, right? they play okay. with members of the um, Sandringham 
Birmingham Estate and they have two teams and they play against each other. And this is very much their thing that they're adding to the mix, you know, that this happens every year. Then they all have a shower and then there's afternoon tea at four o'clock with scones and muffins, cakes and sandwiches and tea. They have Earl Grey tea, but I'm sure Megan will bring some organic herbal <laughs> mix to, to I'm that. I'm sure she will, yes. Then, then they all go and have a rest and then about 6pm they go to the white drawing room and that's where they have the trestle tables of presents that are, as I spoke about and apparently it's just complete uproar because everyone just goes for it all at the same time so it's not that sort of decorous your turn your turn it's Love they to all, be a fly on the they wall all jump and wouldn't it be fun <laughs> yeah. and then they go and change for dinner and Fergie memorably once said that it was exhausting spending Christmases with the royals because she wore seven different outfits in 24 hours and that's very much the case that Christmas dinner evening meal is very formal. It's actually very late. They arrive for drinks at eight o'clock. No one can arrive after the Queen. You have to be there for drinks right, before yep. the Queen. And then around eight fifteen, she rocks up for her martini. So can you imagine? By you know, sort of after she's drunk her Exhausting. martini, you must be half past eight, quarter to nine. <laughs> Don't know quite what happens with the children, but you know, it's pretty full on. Particularly for someone like Meghan Markle, who's a you know five a.m. riser, uh, gets up and does her, her yoga. No, she's particularly <laughs> pregnant. She'll be wanting to get to bed. Yeah. Um, there's some discussion that there'll be her Tignello, her the red wine uh, that she particularly likes. Obviously, she's probably not going to be drinking it this year, though, will she? They, they apparently they had that last year on the menu oh, as because it's her favourite red wine. I'm um, not sure she'll be drinking it this year. <laughs> probably not. Um, and what do they eat? So that Christmas Eve dinner, it's uh, Norfolk shrimps. There's usually lamb or game. And then for dessert, they have a souffle or a tartare. -tartan. We know this because one of Delicious. the royal, yeah, royal chefs has come out and talked about that. And then they have crackers and novelty hats. And apparently everyone wears a, a paper hat except for the <laughs> Queen. And they have little crowns apparently imprinted on their Christmas crackers. So so they have their, that sort of traditional Christmas. They don't have the same food that they have that the next day at lunch. But they, they have, as I say, these multiple meals that they have to go through. Oh, sounds amazing. Um, and so what happens on Christmas morning? So they get up. Uh, apparently the Queen doesn't go to bed the night before until, you know, sort of 11. They get up, they go to church at 11. Some of them go to an earlier service at 9 o'clock. And they generally walk to church. And as we saw last year, that memorable photo by... Karen Murdoch, just a member of the of the public, who caught that brilliant shot where she called out to them, and and all four Kate, William, Harry, and Meghan all turned to her at once and got a far better picture <laughs> than any of the paparazzi that were there, and it was kind of the knockout picture of, of Christmas. So, be interesting to see. There's been talk that Doria Raglan will be there this year for Christmas, which yes. I think is lovely. Yeah, I mean, really nice. Um, that she's there's been a loosening of the rules. I mean, last year Meghan was at Christmas with the royals. That was very atypical. You had to be actually married yeah. when Kate um, Middleton was engaged to William. She didn't go to the Christmas. That said, of course, we know that that Kate has a very happy and robust family of yes, her own. Not quite the case so, for yeah. Meghan. So what happens after that? After church, they return to Sandringham for lunch. And it's pretty quick, rapid-fire lunch. They sort of get back, sit down about one. All the traditional fare, turkey, Christmas pudding. And then they all um, watch Her Majesty's Christmas message at 3pm. <laughs> Apparently the Queen's got a little bit nervous about everybody watching it in recent years and she re retires to another room. I'm not sure Aww. if that's true or not. But then what happens after that is the um, Prince Philip usually raises a toast to his wife. 
Oh, that's mm. lovely. And um, are there any rules at meal times? How does that work? Can you imagine back? Oh, honestly, I'd be so nervous. the first time you'd go to one of these sorts of meals, you honestly, you'd be so so. All sorts Terrifying. of things like you're not, you can't continue eating after the queen has put her knife and fork down. Things like that. Apparently, knife and knives and forks should be um, put down with on their plate, facing upwards, to show that you're still eating, but they're not in use. I mean, the American way is very much to use a fork in your right hand and just sort of stab at food, you know, and, and it's a completely different, less formal way of eating. Yeah. So yeah, lots of rules in that respect. But you have to imagine, don't you, that this family do let their hair down at Christmas. You do. It I sounds mean, like they've got a sense of humour. They certainly. do have a sense yeah. of humour. And, you, and you know, it's nice to imagine that they actually do enjoy themselves. Yes. The children um, are obviously there for that lunch as well. So, And as the royal family has changed in nature and you now have this new generation of young kids. I mean, you've got Sarah Phillips's children, you've got Peter Phillips' children, those girls that we know get on really yes. well with George. I mean, they make George laugh all the time, um, Savannah and Isla. Yep. He's always having a great laugh with those girls. So I think it's probably for the parents, it's a great new generation of, of kids to actually entertain each other's. And obviously with Megan's baby on the way, that's going to um, further expand the family. That's right. And any favourite food on the festive menu? Apparently, they love a lobster salad with caviar. They have a buffet uh, on Christmas evening, so all the turkey uh, leftovers are put out. They don't have Christmas pudding in the evening, but the chef, a former royal chef, has talked about the fact that he would sort of make exotic desserts like a pina colada mousse with raspberry coulis, and they, and they like that. I don't know how much anyone actually eats. I mean, you would roll out of there six kilos heavier, wouldn't you, if you ate everything that they turned out? But, yeah, you know, I think they have old school traditional meals, but also there was some talk that there will be green juices on offer in the morning as well for breakfast. So nice to know that all tastes are being accommodated. Um, and what do they do on Christmas evening? Well, they have ga- old school games, Monopoly, Trivia Pursuits. Who want- One year apparently they played Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and it was very, very competitive. <laughs> I can't imagine and that. I think uh, the answer is Who Wants to Be One? We all are one. <laughs> you know, times ten. <laughs> Queen apparently loves charades. She's renowned for doing really funny impersonations of world leaders. Very memorably <laughs> Boris oh, Yeltsin. Love to see. Oh, wouldn't it be amazing? <laughs> of course, Megan will do well in the charades. Won't she with her acting background? So they they play those games and um, or sometimes if people are tired, they they also have a film. Some people go and watch a film. So it's all very jolly hockey sticks. (laughs) (laughs) And on Boxing Day, isn't there usually a hunt? There is usually a hunt. And obviously this is uh, growing in terms of conflict because Megan's an animal lover. And last year, Harry pulled out, whether that was because he didn't want to go on the hunt or or whether because he didn't want to leave his uh, fiance back at the palace alone I, I, I don't know it's hard to say but yes they always go on this hunt pheasants and various things are shot and they have a, there's a sort of hut apparently where they have hot soup and sausage rolls and and cold salads and that sort of thing and they all eat while out on the hunt so that's pretty typical that's sort of the stretch of their Christmas three days of merriment what was interesting and what has been spoken a lot about was that last year 
there was uh, attempts to sort of solder the relationship between William and Harry and their respective wives by Meghan and Harry staying at Anne Mahal, which is the home that the um, Cambridges own in Sandringham. Apparently, by all accounts, um, it started off well enough, but um, there was a little bit of tension further in. And then it was Prince Charles's idea that they stay there so that Kate could teach Meghan the ropes and things. But apparently there was even as early as then considered to be a a little bit of tension at that stage. Kate was pregnant with Prince Louis. She was five yeah. months pregnant. Pretty tired by it all. As you'd imagine, you've got two, two young toddlers three, yeah. and you've got your third baby come along, coming along. So it'd be interesting to see whether they stay there this year or if there's alternate arrangements. That's right. So all this may be thrown into chaos. Is that right? There's some rumours now that Kate and Wills will be sent spending Christmas with Meghan and Harry at Sandringham when the original plan was to spend it separately. So what's, well, there what's has, true there? There has been some talk that perhaps Kate and William and their children will spend it with the Middleton family. And this is further enhanced by the fact that Carol Middleton's actually done an interview with the British newspaper wearing um, a red dress and talking about her Christmas traditions. And she talks about how she loves Christmas trees. She has a Christmas tree in every room. There's even a Christmas tree in the grandchildren's bedroom, which they're allowed to decorate themselves, which is actually a really lovely <laughs> idea. because really nice. Yeah. Um, apparently the, the, the formal royal Christmas trees are decorated by staff and, you know, they're all... Um, oh, is that how it works? But right. the, with the kids, Carol wants her grandchildren to have more of a childhood like her own daughter yeah, grew kids up. Kids love doing stuff Decorating like their own. Yeah. So there's massive speculation that the couple will spend it uh, with the Middletons instead. I think the the interesting thing about this is Pippa's just had her baby, Arthur. So that's the first time course, they're yeah. going to have their baby there. If any year they were going to spend time with the Middletons instead of at the Royal Estate in Sandringham, I think it would be this year. It's not like it's Meghan's first year. It's the second year for her to be at Sandringham. But, but you know, protocols has, has always been about the royal family spending it together at Sandringham. So I think it's touch and go. We don't know what's going to happen with that. Perhaps it's one of those uh, cases that they're there Christmas Eve and they, they drive up. I mean, you'd hope not because it's a bit of a yeah. schlep from Buckinghamshire to, to Sandringham. But who knows? I mean, this is what normal families have to deal with all the time is one year at his place, one That's year right, at her yeah. parents' place. Um I think it's really sad for the Middletons if they don't get to spend Christmas sometimes with their daughter and her children. And we've seen a lot more flexibility in terms of the rules around Christmas. Of course, if they do spend it with the Middletons, it will be interpreted that there is a further rift between Kate and Meghan, which we've, you know, we know is is being much speculated about at the moment. So it will be interesting to see which way it goes. But for Carol and Michael Middleton. You know, you would love to have all your family yes, together when, when your new second baby. daughter's just got a new baby yeah. and you've got little Louie as well. I mean, it's it's a big thing for them to miss out on if, if they have to relinquish each year that special occasion with their own yeah, daughter. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, well, we'll watch that unfold. Thank you for joining us today, Angela. That was all so fascinating. And thanks for listening, everyone. For more on the Royals, New Idea magazine is launching a Royal Mini Mag. It's a magazine within a normal mag. Put together by a team of Royal experts Experts. It launches Monday, 10th of December, so all very exciting. Also, please visit our website, newidea.com.au, and our New Idea Royals Facebook page. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.